0: Around. We don't we waste, waste time over here at His Hard Line. Let's, Let's go. go! Let's go!
1: Washington, D.C., and giving
2: it back to you, the The people. people.
0: Welcome to the show
3: let's get started (laughs) greetings and good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there I am Jason your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high he is in charge he is in the captain's chair he's at the helm and behind the wheel Therefore, he's steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Some people might wonder, what are you talking about, Jason, through these rough waters that we call life? What ship are you talking about? Well, there's no doubt that we're in the middle of a storm right now. We got lots of stuff going on in this world. And my whole point in saying that for somebody that might be confused and might be wondering about why does he say that? The reason I say that is because when you put all your trust and all your hope and your faith and everything that you have within you and just hand it over to Christ and God, he will steer you into that safe harbor out of the storm, away from the swells, away from the squalls and the sideways rain and and the dangers of capsizing and possibly sinking to your death. But instead, You put all your faith and trust in Him. He will take you into that safe harbor so you can get your feet on solid, dry land and to be able to live the way you need to, peacefully. That's what I mean by that. Today is Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023, and you are listening to episode 588, The Unraveling, and we'll be doing a reading out of Psalm chapter 59. So, little disclaimer. Want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. I do not have any political degrees or have had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-lettered corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI. And while I am a member of the Michigan General Journal Assembly, I don't care what you've heard. I do advocate for your participation in the local General General Assemblies, and I am not the official face or voice of the National, State, or County Assembly, and I want to emphasize that I have no affiliation with other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American State's Assembly, National Liberty Life Force Beacon 37, RUSA, and Tactical Civics, or any other organizations outside the Michigan model. More importantly, I'm also not part of any cults like the Illuminati or the Freemasons. I've never participated in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, or David Strait and company. And furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence unless you try to meet me at my door with it. Then we're going to have problems. But please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed here on this show are solely my own unless otherwise referenced. So there you go to the Karens and Darens out there. You got to love them. You got to love them because they're the ones that like to try to twist your words around and try to make you seem like you, uh, you, you they try to put words in your mouth like you, and, and try to say that you said certain things when in reality you didn't. Yeah. Anyway, so speaking of the Karens and Darrens, I kind of want to go over a definition of one word, some definitions of a specific word. And that word is reprobate. You guys have heard me talk about that word numerous times. And if you haven't had a chance to look it up in your 1828 New Webster's Webster's uh, Dictionary, American Dictionary, maybe you should know what that means. So I'm going to do you the, uh, you know, I'm basically going to do the honors as well as the hard work for you. I looked it up. And here's what reprobate means. Okay. <clears throat> reprobate. It's an adjective. Not enduring proof or trial. Not of standing purity of fineness, disallowed, rejected. Definition two, abandoned in sin, lost to virtue or grace. Definition three, abandoned to error or an apostasy. Now there's a few other definitions here. To disapprove with uh, detestation or marks of extreme dislike. To disallow, to reject. It expresses more than disapprove or disallow next one is, in a milder sense, to disallow, to abandon. Uh, Let's see, the next definition, to abandon, to wickedness and external destruction. And uh, the next, the last one, is to abandon to his sentence without hope of pardon. So there's lots of different definitions for the word reprobate. But most importantly, it's basically not enduring proof of trial, or trial, I should say, not of standing purity or fineness, and they are basically abandoned to sin and lost in virtue or grace. So there you go. So that's what reprobate means. Again, it's and you can find that in your Noah Webster's 1828 American Dictionary. Um, so I figured it was very noteworthy for you to kind of know what that meant. Um, let's take a look at something else here. Now, on Telegram, real quick, I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, there was a, someone, oh, hold on, somebody who's trying to call me. This is not going to work out. Line, all right, all right, there we go. Um, so you know, my mom was trying to call, she knows I'm doing a podcast of seven. Like, what, what, <laughs> she's trying to FaceTime me right now, <laughs> just that, that doesn't work. She knows. Um, but an Anon on Telegram posted something. Um, I want to say it was the page, what page was it from? Hold on, scrolling down, look. Uh, that's what who it was from, Benjamin full ford i read a post from him yesterday now he wrote a post or he forwarded a post and it said has anyone noticed that many billionaires are dying lately now yesterday i was just talking about how the lieutenant governor in the de facto world of new jersey uh suddenly passed away of some sort of medical unknown medical implication um don't know what it is not sure who why it happened i mean i it just whoop, just happened all of a sudden but uh of course she's not a, a billionaire but this is interesting when you look at the amount of billionaires that have passed away between the years 2020 and 2023 i mean let's go over a few names real quick you got um, you got a pay of which was worth 6.2 billion uh arne uh, arnie wilhelmson two billion uh, his name's I'm not going to even you know be able to pronounce, but you have uh, Aloncio de Andre uh, Ferrari. <laughs> I don't know, butchered that. I'm sure three billion. Alberto Beleres, uh eight point six billion. Then you got Alberto uh, Romers, two point four billion. You got Alan Goldman, Wayne Hughes, Benjamin Rothschild, Billy Joe Red McCombs, uh, Clement Fayette, Carol Jenkins Barnett, Carlos Ardila Luel um, you got Chuck Bundrent, uh, David Goetzman date. Uh, let's see. Who is this? Donald Foss, Dmitry Bosov, uh, Dietrich, Met, uh, who is this? Machitz, Edward, Ned Johnson. The third Ed Edmund Anson. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, these are sort Feng of Fung $2.2 billion, Gordon Moore, 6.8 billion. John Martin, Julian Robertson, Jose Luis Cotrade um juan lopez belamante lopez 1.8 billion you got james crown kim Jong ju 10 billion uh, you got so many i mean gosh I, I must be counting like 50 or 60 people right here maybe more um all these billionaires walter scott jr 4 billion all these people just mysteriously died all these billionaires just whoop, died between 20 and 23 T- 2020 and 2023. Now, there's obviously quite a few names that are missing from this list, not counting, you know, the 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 tons of billionaires that are here and some trillionaires, I'm sure. But, you know, like 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 for example, okay, like those who just died on that submersible, right? With the little uh <laughs> video game joystick, you know, that controlled that submarine um that visited the Titanic slash Olympic, now that we're understanding. Both those people, two were billionaires, died, boom, gone. Interesting, isn't it? What was it? You had uh, Shazada Dawood and Son worth $360 million. You had Stockton Rush, $25 million. Hamash Harding, $1.1 $1. $1 And Paul Henry Nar- uh, Nargillat, I don't know. I'm sure I'm, I'm butchering all these names. Don't care. $1.5 isn't it amazing how many people who are billionaires and millionaires and possibly trillionaires that are all dead? Very interesting, huh? Now, you're telling me that these rich people fell into, especially the ones that I just recently just listed, right? The, the post goes on to say, are you telling me that these very rich people fell into a toy submarine called uh, controlled by a game ch- controller <laughs> and they just died? Come on. Come on. I don't know about you guys, but you know, executive order 13818 comes to mind. I'll just leave it at that. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Now, speaking of the Titanic, now this was very interesting. Now, after yesterday's show, Oscar just said this to me just about, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes before the show. Um, it is interesting to note that a Telegram page called White Hats Q, I believe is what it is. I follow it, um, but he, po- he shared this with me via text. Um, but they posted something regarding the three richest men on the Titanic just a day after Bill. Uh, well, they mentioned, not only mentioned the three richest men on the Titanic, but they are also talking about Nikola Tesla and the free energy. Um, I'm going to get into that post for a quick second. But it is very interesting. Just a day after Bill and I did the show, or I should say Bill did the show, uh, talking about the true story of the Titanic, a.k.a. the Olympic. And then now the next day we get this this post and it says right here, Nikola Tesla's largest donor slash funder was one of the three wealthy men who died <clears throat> on the Titanic and opposed the Federal Reserve Act being enforced by Senator Aldrich, setting the stage for JP Morgan to kick Nikola Tesla off his land due to late payments and tear down his Wardenclyffe tower designed for wireless power transmission that would have stopped the very same central bankers in their tracks from amassing control over our energy grid and charging us for energy consumption. No coincidences. Yeah, I'd say. um, Let me go back to the text that he posted. Let me pull this up real quick, because just like Bill talked about yesterday, the three men who opposed the Federal Reserve was uh let me get this out of my benjamin guggenheim you had uh isa strauss and then jacob Astor. now what's interesting is my wife and i figured this would happen after yesterday's show hold on let me take a sip of water i've been really thirsty today hold on i must have downed like a gallon and a half of water today alone not to mention I destroyed my daughter's chocolate milk that I'm going to have to buy and replace tomorrow. <laughs> so, anyway, very thirsty. But what's very interesting is my wife, after you know the show with Bill, I go walking in the bedroom, getting ready to bed. And, of course, lo and behold, what movie is on? Titanic, right? Titanic. As a matter of fact, it's playing right now as we speak as my wife is upstairs relaxing and just enjoying the movie i told her i said this movie's fake news now we need that movie needs to be called olympic and she goes it's just a movie i said i know but now when you know you know but yeah what's interesting is there was a scene on the movie and if you guys remember the movie where um Jack, right? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Jack Dawson, um, is about to go join all the rich people in the snakes pit, if you will, for dinner. For you know, "quote unquote," saving uh, Rose Rose's life, right? From from basically jumping off the back of the ship. So she's she's introducing him or or i should say she she greets him you know in the foyer or whatever you want to call it that big galley area that nice staircase area that that, you know and she's pointing out the who's who and rose points out benjamin guggenheim i find that very interesting and then she points out jacob Astor, again talking about how he is the richest man on the ship and now even though she didn't point out it's a straw, she did point out somebody else. But I find it very interesting that the movie points out two out of the three men who opposed the Federal Reserve and basically painted them as if they were evil men in this movie. Very, very interesting. It just goes to show you the CIA ran and operated Hollywood Studios and what they try to do to try to paint the to try to paint the picture of these people who oppose the cabal, who oppose the Federal Reserve system, and try to paint them out to being the bad people. These three men today would be worth $11 billion collectively if they were still alive, just FYI. So Oscar, thank you for sharing that. I thought that was absolutely interesting. Um, But yeah, just it, it just... Are there coincidences? It's just interesting how we we had this show yesterday and now this comes out. Here's what also is really interesting. I'll, I'll just tell you guys this. This is really messed up. Um, Hold on. Just got out of the window that I didn't want to get out of. So here's what is also kind of messed up. So as you know, yesterday I had some issues with uh, tech issues, right? Connecting with Bill. Um, and then I actually had some issues getting my show notes up on my other computer. Like, I had about three different tech issues going on before the show, really messed up. When I woke up this morning, my phone showed SOS mode up in the upper right hand corner where your normal signal would be at, right? I was like, SOS mode? What the hell? You know? And, and so, and on the bottom, it said no SIM card available. I'm like, well, that's different. I've never seen anything like that. So I restarted my phone, figured it was something wonky. And boom, I got signal again. Everything was good. SOS mode went away. Everything was normal. Great. Okay. So I go on through most of my day. Now I'm making a phone call while, because I'm training a guy. So I was making a phone call. I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I'm talking. And all of a sudden the phone just drops the call. I'm like, well, what the heck? So, and sometimes that's not out of the norm. You go from one tower to the next. Sometimes that happens. But I look at my phone. It shows SOS mode again. I said, what in the heck is going on? Again, it has that stupid little message at the bottom. SIM card not available. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Now, my phone was not working for a while. <sighs> and I was getting very irritated. I restarted it and restarted it and restarted it and restarted it, Nothing. So finally, I took the SIM card out, put it back in. Then I had service. 10 minutes later, boom, SOS mode again. I'm like, okay, now I'm getting better. I must have did this yeah, five or six different times. And then finally, it, it stayed put so then i was telling my wife this and then she sends me this video now listen to this so beware of this i don't know i don't know if this is what was going on with me but listen to this hold my on my team about
4: a growing scam costing unsuspecting victims millions of dollars it's carried out using your cell phone number news for consumer reporter linda becaro speaks with the fbi and cybersecurity experts about how this happens and how you can protect yourself on long island jacqueline berman didn't know anything was wrong until she tried to make a call I see that I'm connected to Wi-Fi, but I don't have service. In Rockland County, Luis Martinez never got the chance. And all of a sudden, my phone just went dead. And within minutes, their bank accounts were cleaned out. So how much were you at? $26,000. $26,000. How much are we talking about? Uh, 30000 Both were victims of a growing mobile phone hacking scam called SIM card swapping.
0: Um, so cases are definitely increasing.
4: Paul Roberts is assistant special agent in charge in the Complex Financial Crimes Unit for the FBI in New York.
0: These are a lot of organized crime groups, so it's not a single actor. It's a group of people working together to exploit this.
4: The scam involving control of the SIM card we all have in our phones is shockingly simple. A scammer imitating you asks your current phone carrier to switch your number to another company through your subscriber identity module or SIM. That SIM is then virtually connected to the thieves device, and now they have access to everything on your phone.
0: One of the first things they do is they go after your email. Once they can get into your email, get the password reset, take over your email account. Now-
3: yeah, very interesting, isn't it? Very, very interesting. So I just thought that was very. Uh, I think needed to be said. Hold on a second. Um, hold on a second. My wife has asked me questions. I, you know, sometimes you know because when I play a video, I can't, I can't get out of the video on my phone because then the video will stop. Um, she was just asking me a question. Um, but, anyways, but the, yeah, very, very interesting though. Um, she was just asking me if the third. Hold on, okay. I'm getting myself all sorts of confused, guys. She was just asking me was the third man Strauss? Yes, it was uh, Issa, Issa Strauss, I believe it was. But anyways. Um, but yeah, so just something to be aware of with the phones. Okay. So it's really, really odd and interesting that ever since uh, trying to get Bill on the show, I've been having these phone issues all day. Now, for the last several hours now, I would say about for the last six to five or to six, seven hours, I've been fine. So I've been, you know, I kept taking out my SIM card, but just something to be aware of. Liz and Ella just said right here that happened to me last week in Milwaukee. I lost all internet in the rental car and my phone had a driving adventure to find my way. Yeah, that has to suck. Um wow. Uh she said it took me longer to get to my hotel. I had to ask some police officers for directions. It was weird. Almost got out of my map book. Yeah, but see and this is what I'm talking about. So you just be very careful. I mean, this goes to show you we cannot rely on technology, folks, and be very careful about public Wi-Fi. That's another kind of obvious. I'm sure I don't have to remind you guys, but don't connect to public Wi-Fi. If you do, do not get in anything that would be, you know, that would input, um, that would basically jeopardize your uh, online security, like you know, logging on online banking stuff, anything like that that requires a password. Don't do that. All right, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I don't know some weird, funky stuff going on out there, and it continues to to ramp up. Maybe we're people that are being directed, you know, these kind of things. I don't know. I have no idea. But all I'm saying is, be very, very, very cautious when. You know, you're connecting to have public Wi-Fi and stuff like that. My wife is just putting right here. Apparently Strauss, okay, going back to the Titanic, The Three Richest Men, apparently Strauss and his wife were the inspiration of the odd couple in the movie Titanic, who is also a descendant to Ocean Gate CEO's wife. Wow. Very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Oh, excuse me. the uh, What would she say? Old couple? Old couple. Not odd couple. Old couple sorry i can't read reading's hard they were an inspiration of the old couple in the movie titanic who is also a descendant to the ocean gate ceo's wife wow so again are there any coincidences folks i don't know probably not probably not i don't know here's one more video I- i'm going to play this I- this show might go a little longer tonight but not by much but here's something else i'm going to play this is really jacked up too i've thought about this now this was a TikTok video my wife found. It's a girl who actually is talking, but she she says the same things that I've always thought about. And I played this for the guy I was training today, and he said the same thing. He goes, "Thank you very much. I've wondered the same things that this girl's talking about." But it's one of those stupid filters. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. It's one of those stupid filters that that makes your voice sound like this, like a little nerdy boy. It just I hate it. But but listen to the words. This is what's nuts. It just things that make you go, "Hmm." Let's get it up here. Let's see here, go.
1: So things that don't add up and prove that we live in a simulation. One, cemeteries. Okay, you're telling me that we people have been dying thousands of years. We're burying people when they die. We have to have run out of space by now. Like, think of the cemetery in your hometown. It's been there your whole life. It's probably been there your parents' whole lives. Like, I've been alive for 33 years. They're still selling plots in all the sanitaries in my hometown. They're not that big. So what's going on there? Second is maps. You're telling me that before we had like drones and all the technology that we have today, that people were just walking around, measuring the length of roads and like making a scale diagram of planet earth. Think about the coastlines and how they're all like, You know, drawn like that. It's not like it's a square or something. They're just like, yeah, well, just make it a straight line. No, like you can't walk around the coastline like that. Like, how would we have maps of places like that we've never seen? And how did they all come together? One person couldn't have done that. It doesn't make sense. Three is the moon landing, but not in the way you think. I think the moon landing was fake. Okay. In fact, I know it was fake. You're telling me that they just went to the moon and they brought an entire film crew with them. I don't think so. And you're telling me that like, oh, they did it in the sixties, but like, we can't do it again now. Of course they didn't go to the moon, but that's not the part that I think is like the fake, the fake thing is how so many people believed it and didn't ask any questions. They just saw on the TV and they're like, wow, they went to the moon. Come on guys. Next similar line of thought, but space and actually more of a similar line of thought to the maps thing, which is how do they know what's in space? Like, we, I'm sure, okay, maybe we have telescopes. I don't even believe that, if I'm being honest, that can see to like whatever planets and all this stuff. But how do they know about galaxies? How do they know about the universe? And that there could be other galaxies. We can't see that far. So how, it, it just, it doesn't make sense. And then lastly, dumps and landfills. The whole Earth should be full of garbage with the amount of stuff that we have. Think about all the plastic toys, mattresses, mattresses. Think about how much of space a mattress takes up. Think about how you throw away two bags of garbage every single week. If you have that in your house, after a year, your house will be full. So how isn't our entire planet full of trash? Don't get smart in the comments either. There's no explanation for any of this. Everything's fake, and I'm not buying it. (laughs) (laughs)
3: and don't get smart in the comments everything's fake and i'm not buying it i love it (laughs) that is freaking great but no seriously this chick makes some really good points like i thought about that all the time about the landfills about the cemeteries i mean seriously and the coastlines like who is measuring this stuff and making maps i mean you, you you're walking this to scale this come on people They've had to have some sort of technology back in the day. Don't don't sit there and tell me that they've had all this mapped out way back in the day by just, they're just that brilliant. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. But again, things that make you go, hmm. All right, let's get into the reading real quick. Um, Psalm 59, here we go. So deliver me from my enemies, O my God, defend me from those who rise up against me, deliver me from the workers of iniquity, and save me from bloodthirsty men, for look, they lie in wait for my life. The mighty gather against me, not for my transgressions, nor for my sin, O Lord. They run and prepare themselves through no fault of mine, awake to help me, and behold, Therefore, O God, God of hosts, the God of Israel, awake to punish all the nations. Do not be merciful to to any wicked transgressors. Selah. At evening they return, they growl like a dog and go all around the city. Indeed, they belch with their mouth, swords are in their lips, for they say, Who hears? But you, O Lord, shall laugh at them. You shall have all the nations in derision. I will wait for you, O you, his strength, for God is my defense. My God of mercy shall come to meet me. God shall let me see my desire on my enemies. Do not slay them, lest my people forget. Scatter them by your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. Let me stop there for a minute in the reading. I love that verse. Do not slay them lest my people will forget that's right scatter them instead by your power and bring them down oh lord our shield i like that verse because i think that's what's going to happen here with all of these reprobates that we are seeing trying to take down the you know the republic of the united states of america the republic of michigan right the national assembly I don't want to see these people get slain right away. I don't want people forgetting. They need to be scattered and brought down. Continuing verse 12, for the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, let them even be taken in their pride for the cursing and lying, which they speak. Consume them in wrath, consume them that they may not be. And let them know that God rules in Jacob to the ends of the earth, Salah. And at the evening they return. They growl like a dog and go all around the city. They wander up and down for food and howl if they are not satisfied, but I will sing of your power. Yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy in the morning for you have had been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. To you, O my strength, I will sing praises for God is my defense, my God of mercy. And that is the reading of chapter 59 verses 1 through 17. So a little bit of an overview here again. There seems to be a common theme here with the last several Psalms that we've been reading, but basically trusting in God during times of, you know, adversity. Because today, again, as we reflect on Psalm 59, which is a very heartfelt plea from David seeking deliverance from his enemies, in this particular Psalm, we find a valuable lesson that can guide us in our own journey of faith, especially when we face adversity of our, you know, of our own. Now, firstly, we learn of the importance of placing our trust in God's protection. That's kind of something we've been learning over the last several psalms. And just like David, we encounter challenges, obstacles, and the enemies in our lives. But we must remember that God is our ultimate defender. And even when circumstances seem uh, dire, we we feel surrounded by difficulties. Right? It just seems like we are defeated, and 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 like there's no hope. But but rest assured that we can certainly find solace in God's uh, ever-present strength. Now, secondly, this psalm emphasizes the theme of justice. Now, David prays for God's justice to prevail over the wicked who have sought to harm him without cause. Now, as we witness injustice in our in the world, it is natural to long for fairness and accountability. I mean, look, we all want that. We get it. But again, Like we've been reading so far, we have to entrust these concerns to God. Lay your burdens on him, knowing that he will bring about justice in his time and in his way. I'm going to repeat that. In his time, he will bring about justice, but in his time and in his own way. We can't speed up this process and we cannot pick the choosing of how that justice gets administered. Furthermore, we're encouraged to sing praises to God, and even in the midst of our troubles, David's commitment to praising God demonstrates the power of worship in uplifting our spirits and keeping our focus on the goodness of our Heavenly Father, and let us cultivate a habit of praising God, for it can bring peace and joy to our hearts, regardless of the circumstances we face. No matter what goes on around you, we can always find, you know, we can always bring peace and joy into our hearts by continuously praising God, no matter what the circumstance. Now, another lesson that we can glean from in this Psalm is the importance of humility and compassion because David prays that the wicked's pride and malice consume them. Now this serves as a reminder for us to examine our own hearts, avoiding arrogance and instead cultivating compassion and love for others. But David's patience is waiting for God's intervention. And it's an inspiration to us, or at least it should be. Because sometimes it seems like our prayers go unanswered. I know we all feel like that sometimes. We all wonder, God, why are these people being allowed to get away with what they're doing? Again, everything in God's timing and everything in God's own way. God's timing is perfect. And as we wait for his guidance and his deliverance, let us remain steadfast in faith, knowing that he is always working for our good. This is why the th- the 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 what do I want to say? I don't want to say the theme of this show, but this is why we say that we remain firm, remain we remain steadfast and we remain uncompromising here at his hard line. All right? We do not bow down to the enemy. Because again, God will take care of the evil in his time. And we just have to trust in him, but we need to remain steadfast in the process. Yes, it's a hard thing to do. I get it. But it's important that we remain steadfast. So, in conclusion, all this, Psalm 59 teaches us to trust in God's protection and seek justice with patience and sing praises in all circumstances and embrace humility and compassion. And let us apply these lessons to our own lives, right? Relying on God's strength as David did, in finding comfort in his love. You know, may we grow faith, may we grow in faith and be a shining example of his grace to the world around us. If we want to see change in the world, we need to be the change that we want to see in the world, right? We've all heard that. Now, pivoting a little bit from this, now the post that I'm about to read next is a post made Again, from that page, Benjamin Fulford, you can find it on Telegram. Now, the post reads as follows. This is very interesting, okay? Kind of going over, talking about the unraveling of the plans that these evil scumbags that they're trying to set for us, these snares, right? The people who claim they are the lawful assembly, not just in Michigan, but other states, but in reality, they actually have no standing whatsoever. But this is, let's listen to this. This post is very interesting. I I thought this was brilliant, and I'm glad I caught it. So he writes on here, the Articles of Confederation, which were drafted in June 12, 1776, was actually considered one of the original, you know, the original U.S. Constitution, believe it or not. Now, the only reason the Constitution came about, if I recall correctly, and Oscar, I think you might know this, so correct me if I'm wrong, but if I recall correctly from Destry, the only reason why the U.S. Constitution came about is because the Articles of Confederation didn't have anything situated for, I think, international commerce, if I'm not mistaken. But the Articles of Confederation was actually the first Constitution, technically speaking. And the Declaration of Independence was drafted in June of 1776 and ratified July 4th, 1776. Now, the Articles of Confederation accompanied it by, excuse me, the Articles of Confederation accompanied it, but British infiltrators in the Second Continental Congress were displeased with its content and delayed its ratification, and the revolutionary uh, the revolution War stepped up in earnest. Now in seventeen eighty three the Treaty of Paris officially ended the war. Now, the Treaty of Paris, signed by representatives of King George III and King and of Great Britain, and representatives of the USA on September third, seventeen eighty-three, Article Five of that treaty gave all British estates' rights and properties back to the Crown, or what we know it as, the Vatican. And the United States Constitution of seventeen eighty-seven was formally ratified and was vastly different from the 1776 articles of confederation now the new constitution provided for a much stronger federal government with a chief executive also known as the president courts and taxing powers now why why did they despise the articles of confederation and replace it with the 1787 constitution the articles of Confed you know the articles of confederation were difficult to amend that's one of the reasons they couldn't hijack it for their own nefarious goals. It made it impossible for them to destroy this country from within. There is no chief executive, aka a CEO or known as a president. And so they couldn't put in their puppet candidate. There is no national court system, so you couldn't enforce their unjust laws. Uh, Congress could not collect taxes from the states and they couldn't diminish people's wealth. Congress could not draft soldiers. They could not wage endless wars. And under the Articles of Confederation, it was difficult to pass laws, i.e. the Federal Reserve Act. Interesting how we keep going back to the Fed, considering those three men that died on the Olympic, a.k.a. the Titanic, those three men that died on the Titanic, who opposed the federal reserve it's interesting how they passed away and died and drowned and froze to death uh, when that ship went down back in uh, what was it april 15th 1913. see eight each state retained all powers not expressly delegated to congress i'm going to repeat that each state retained all powers not expressly delegated to congress congress is weak people are strong this is why we have to assemble congress is weak People are strong. The people in the state put, put representatives in Congress. That's why the Constitution actually exists, because it bounds them to their powers when they get into office. See, government under the Articles of Confederation had few powers. It was small and limited, as it should have always been, and it did not allow for a strong central government. Who would oppress and decree or decrease the power of the people? Seriously. They could not force the states to obey its laws and decree for taxation ignored uh, and, and the decree for taxation was ignored as they could not be enforced. Do you see a common theme here, folks? See, the Crown and the Vatican agents despised the Articles of Confederation, also known as the original Constitution. Because they could not infiltrate and destroy the U.S. from within. Limited government control and power rested with states, a.k.a. the people. Why do you think we are reassembling our states? Getting the power back into the people. See, the patriots were well aware of their malicious intentions and only agreed to the Constitution with the addition of the Bill of Rights to offer the people some protection against their own government. Clearly, the the Constitution was compromised or excuse me, the constitution was comprised from the outset by the crown slash Vatican agents. Now, interesting that there is no president. A president occupies a space inside a corporation. Trump, President Trump, was the last president in 2016. Yes, you heard that right. Biden is not president. I don't care who you are. You can all you want and kick and scream and throw your little temper tantrums. Biden's not president. Never was, never will. He's probably passed away on Gitmo somewhere. Trump was the last president. He's the commander-in-chief of the military. The only question is, will the U.S. and other nations return to a constitution once this is all over? His post continues to say, I doubt it. A constitution is a contract between the people, which is living, and government, which is dead, which gives people rights and privileges. Who knows exactly how it will look? There should be only one party for the we the people. That's it. Not a left, not a right, not Republican, not Democrat, not conservative, not liberal. No, we're just we the people here in America. That's it. And his post continues to say, but rest assured, sovereignty will be returning to the U.S. and the rest of the world. Take it to the bank. That is right. Oscar was saying right here, the original draft of the Constitution abolished slavery. Well, you know darn well they didn't want that. See folks, th- what, we're re- what we read here from Benjamin Fulford's uh, page on Telegram, this is a call to action, urging people to be vigilant and safeguarding their unalienable rights, and enshr- which is uh, enshrined in the Bill of Rights, because it emphasizes that the true sovereign authority lies with we, the people who have the power to judge, the power to protect, and that's right, the power to administer these rights. Like the late Justice Antonin Scalia said that the power of the grand jury lies with the people. It is not a fixture of government. It is comprised by the people in General Assembly. See, The text highlights the need for peaceful assembly in every state to discuss grievances and serves as a check and balance system against any abuse or overreach. See, the reference to Thomas Jefferson's quote, freedom is not free. The price you must pay for freedom is eternal vigilance, end quote. That quote reinforces the importance of being watchful and proactive in preserving freedom. See, the passage that we just read in that post warns against the erosion of liberties by the de facto government and encourages the use of proper English language in drafting laws to prevent potential tyranny. So ultimately the message is a call to action for individuals to come together peacefully, to peacefully assemble and to actively protect their rights and freedoms, so that they do not find themselves living in oppression later on. It stresses the urgency of taking action and not waiting until it's too late to act as true sovereigns of their own destiny. Folks, Get up and get going in assembling your counties and your states. Let me tell you something about Bill Hermanson, who's on this show last night. He is headed over to Georgia to do three presentations in three different towns or cities in Georgia. He just got back from Illinois not that long ago. He's going to be taking a trip up to Michigan here come at the beginning of August. Hopefully I'll be able to link up with him. He'll be here right around when we get done with our Mackinac Island trip, but he's on his way either back home or through he's doing another presentation too in illinois he is going all over helping people understand what the assembly is about understanding the power of the people and the power that we hold if we just only applied ourselves a little bit you want to know how to assemble contact destry at content manager the number one at yahoo.com that's c-o-n-t-e-n-t content manager m-a-n-a-g-e-r content manager and the number one at yahoo.com put your state in the subject line, your basic contact information in the body of the email, and he'll reach out to you and then help you get in contact with somebody in your state. Now, if there's nobody to contact in your state, maybe you could be that one that actually gets things going off and get, get some kicked off the ground in your state. I like what Oscar says here, refuse the breaded circuses and any and all distractions in place to keep you on the farm. Get off of Netflix. Get off of Telegram. I shouldn't say get off of Telegram. I mean, look, you still got to kind of stay informed and win the podcasts. And, you know, you do get some good information. But don't binge scroll on Facebook and Telegram and all that other stuff. Don't get caught up in professional sports leagues and watching TV and going out to the bar and getting hammered. Don't get caught in the latest tv series i'm telling you i'm not kidding guys this is all designed to distract you keep you lulled to sleep keep you dumb keep you stupid and ultimately just keep you just ignorant do you want to continue paying stupid freaking property taxes state income taxes federal income taxes gas tax death tax capital gains tax taxes upon taxes upon taxes i mean do you want to keep paying all this crap do you want to keep one of, i mean seriously i mean i know it's not about money don't get me wrong this is not about money it's about really ultimately getting our freedom back and our sovereignty but do you enjoy being enslaved to the federal reserve system which is owned and operated by these big banking cabal jp morgan chase and company you know these scumbags that started the federal reserve do you enjoy that? I mean, if you do, you must be a glutton for punishment because I sure as hell don't, which is why I'm sitting behind this freaking mic to try to freaking t- you know, scream at the top of the rooftops here to get this message out to as many people as possible. And that's where you come in, folks. You need to share this podcast. I don't give a crap about donations. The hell with donations. That's honestly set up just because you know me. I don't really push it that hard. If you give great. Ultimately, what I want you to do is share this show. I want to see our nation free. Do you? It's not about growing them to numbers so big that, you know, we're unstoppable. No, we need quality people who actually love and follow God. We don't need quantity. We need quality. Now, before we get into the prayer, um, let me look here in the, I'm looking for, okay. So somebody informed me of a certain somebody's special day today. And I promised I wouldn't make it a big deal. But somebody here in the house has a birthday. I don't know if I want to call it out because I don't want to embarrass her. Um, do we want to? Do we all oh, she she just gave herself away? She just gave herself away. Yes, it is Riatta's birthday. We got a disco birthday song for her and some other songs that I'm gonna play. But I actually scoured the internet, I scoured YouTube, and I found the perfect disco song that actually sings Happy Birthday, I was like, wow, like it's a five-minute song. It's a good song. But some, and I, so I'm not going to mention names, but somebody reached out to me and asked, because I heard through the grapevine that Rietta is an excellent prayer warrior. And she is very, very, I saw that, Rietta. Your husband did misspell your name in the chat. <laughs> I heard, Grapevine, that Rietta is an excellent prayer warrior. So, Rietta, I don't want to put you on the spot. If you want to do the honors, you can do the prayer. I will add you to the show. If not, that's totally cool. I respect it. I don't want to put anybody on the spot. But I heard you were very gifted with prayer. So I figured today, because it is your special day, I would let you do the honors of doing the prayer so um i know you just said wow i'd be honored so i'm gonna take that as a yes oh you're at a county fair so would it be would it be very loud <laughs> you want to do a rain check on the prayer for a different day when it's not loud and busy i'll leave it up to you oscar was saying what was the big announcement that's the big announcement rietta's birthday that's a that's a big announcement She says, I'm around people, maybe tomorrow. Okay, so we will do that tomorrow. We will do a rain check on the prayer tomorrow, but I do have a happy birthday disco. But before we do that, let me get the prayer because I did have a prayer lined up just in case uh, you weren't able to or didn't feel comfortable. So Heavenly Father, as we gather in prayer today, we humbly seek your guidance and strength to protect the precious liberties and unalienable rights that you've bestowed upon us and we we come before you acknowledging that as the true sovereign authority we the people are entrusted with the responsibility to uphold and administer these rights grant us discernment and wisdom O lord to recognize any threats to our freedoms whether subtle or overt and we ask that you help us to stand vigilant just as The psalmist sought your deliverance from adversaries, knowing that you are our ultimate refuge and defense. And in the face of challenges and uncertainties, may your spirit of unity bind us together as we peacefully assemble in every state, discussing and addressing the grievances we hold against our government. And let our voices be heard and may our actions reflect the principles of justice and compassion. We pray for a renewed dedication to the principles that our forefathers fought for and for the courage to protect our liberties against any erosion or abuse. And may our efforts serve as a testament to your eternal vigilance. And may we never falter in our duty to preserve the values that define our nation. And We pray. Oh, and before I pray all this in Jesus' name, Rietta adds to the prayer here, Lord, thank you for another day, another year. We are all blessed to be your children. Thank you for our families and friends. And thank you, Lord, for the many opportunities you give us to glorify you. Lord, heal the sick and save the unsaved. And one more addition, I'll add to that. And we pray for the um, special intentions and the prayers that people hold in their hearts. And we thank you for giving us, everybody here in this community, but thank you for another good year for, for Rietta here. And I'm so thankful that she's listening to this podcast live, even being at a county fair. You know what I'd be doing if I was at a county fair? Not listening to this show. (laughs) So I appreciate you, Rietta. you You and Donnie are awesome. All you guys are great. I don't want to diminish anybody. But the fact that she's at a county fair and she's still listening to this live, I'm I'm honored. That really is awesome. So here's a birthday song for you. A little disco, happy birthday, happy birthday, Rietta. And I hope you are enjoying your time with your family. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Got some a couple extra songs after this. We're gonna have a little fun with it, and then we'll close out the show. Um, remember, t- see tomorrow's Thursday. My daughter's got horseback riding lessons. I will not be on the air tomorrow. I possibly am gonna take off uh, either Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure yet, but uh, tomorrow horseback ridings lessons. I might do a show Friday morning and then another podcast free day on Saturday, just to enjoy my time with, uh, my daughter I might take her fishing. So happy birthday Rietta. God bless God. And, and I hope everyone has a great rest of the week. Here you are. Happy birthday Rietta.
0: And gentlemen remember ladies and gentlemen we are firm we are steadfast and we are uncompromising the enemy has crossed that line for the last time it is up to people like you and I to hold that line they've crossed the line way too many times and it is time for us to stand up this Republic and get after it we got to do this for God. We got to do this for our families. We got to do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show. Us, us here at His, his line. line. We'll see, we'll you, see back you back here
5: back next, time. next time. Keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough.
2: Every really high and if low, if low, if low, low, low Remind me what I can just quiet for me for that Taking all I have and now I'm laying it at your feet You have every failure God, you have every victory Taking all I have and now I'm laying it
5: You down for me Life, but I was out my mind and was terrified I was struggling, felt paralyzed I lost all hope Lost my way, didn't know how to cope Thought I came to the end of my road Wandering, I was looking for home But I heard the sound of your voice Learn life and death is a choice And you want me to choose right Cause you bought my freedom with a bloody price Face like a race, now I'm in it to win it. Many people say the sky is the limit. Filled with the spirit, we start with it. Finish life time for others, but we're there in a minute. Dry land gets revived by grace. Mountains moved by the word of faith. Jesus, the way, the truth, the life. More than enough, he's El Shaddai. I have come alive the Just pure and me, that'll be my heart revived. And it doesn't even matter if I die tonight. I'ma live forever, cause you will are-
2: nothing worth more that could ever Shame.